0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Show this is the Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. I'm your host Pop Art Rock, Jamie Rocks, and this is the Big Show. You found it. Sure, I'm glad you did. I am very, very excited. Number one, um, my hands are about to fall off. I've been finishing up the um, local holiday orders now, and um, I'm I'm on the downhill side of it. I am. Uh, I think I've got about I don't know maybe another five six hours to go. And um, and that'll be finished. My season will be done, so I'm uh, I'm right at the end. And um, the great thing about doing the show is, and people always ask me, they're like, why do you schedule shows during this time of year? And the reason is uh, my sanity. Uh, that it's really that simple. I like doing the shows because it breaks up um, the day. And at this time of year, you know, folks, these are 18, 19 hour days. Um, really the month of December that I have to put in and uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm very, very pleased uh, with the work. I just, uh, it's nice to take a break, talk to some cool people, focus on some cool stuff and um, you know, (laughs) and let my hands rest, baby, let my hands rest. Uh, And tonight's no different. So speaking of cool people and, uh, and just a cool project. I, um, I was so excited. We are just talking about this off mic before the show. Um, I was friends or am friends on Facebook. I think it was, it might've been Instagram. I can't remember uh, with the lead singer of the band Zach. Uh, He's just wicked cool and whatnot. And he posted a video. Uh, This was probably last month. um, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, something like that. And I I saw it and I, I listened to it and I was blown away. I was like, wow, this is fantastic. This is fantastic. And I was just blown away, and at first, you know, my first thought is, I've, I've got to get them on the show, um, you know, let me let me try to track down their PR agent or whatnot, and uh, if it's even possible, because they could, I said, these guys are so cool, man, these guys could be in London or Moscow or, you know, someplace, Perth, Australia, who knows? Um, but uh, turns out, turns out, they're from my old hometown, Detroit, Michigan, that is a lot in the cool department, and um, I was just so, I'm such a fan of theirs now, uh, I, I've been listening to their music, and I just really, really dig it, and without further ado, I would like to uh, welcome Zach and Emily, uh, they make up the band Vazoom, hopefully I'm saying that correctly, Zach, yeah, Emily. So, Great,
2: yes, hello, yes, hi, hi how
3: are you, <laughs> um,
2: it, it's an interpretive band name, because uh, there are several ways to say it, so we don't, uh, we like, as long as you're saying it, that's all we really care about, but we've heard I, vasum, Vazum, 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 huh? depending, so yeah, um, but we're, you know, we're from Detroit, so it's Vazum.
1: <laughs> Vasm. I like it, I like it, I, um, yeah, no, it's, It's fantastic. I still want to put my pinky out when I say it, but I love it. It's it's fantastic. Now, your genre, and um, I've had a couple people uh, ask me on uh, uh, Twitter and whatnot. They're like, Death Gaze? What the hell is that, man? And I'm like, well, if you read the, uh, you know, on our web flyer, we have the whole little thing where it explains it and whatnot, but obviously you didn't read that. Um, It's pretty cool, man. I never would have mixed death rock and shoegaze. I never would have thought that that could blend um, but it does yeah. and it does well <laughs> that's awesome, man yeah
0: uh, uh
4: um Emily came up with the term death gaze and oh, uh we... since we we've been we've been using that term for um almost two years now, and since we've started using it. Um, other people have kind of caught on. And uh there's a band from Japan called they're called Death Gaze. So um oh. besides that besides that no one's no one's really using it except for us. So it's it's nice.
2: Yeah, it's it's nice and then um it's neat to see how things kind of snowball and so this term we thought, oh well, let's let's, you know, come up with something that different there's so many niches and genres and what is this mean what does that mean we'll just make it really clear cut and then we saw a review about a year after we had been uh, releasing things with that hashtag and someone said oh here is so and so band not our band here's so and so band one of the top death gaze artists
3: <laughs> <laughs> wow we're see gonna-
2: Huh? We're like, really? It's like a Scooby. We're like a, oh, okay. <laughs> That's, so That's awesome. You know, and interpreting it and, you know, bringing it, you know, into more of the popular culture. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty neat to see that.
1: Well, it's very cool. And I remember, um, and I was living in Detroit in the um, late 80s, early 90s, um, when the when the shoegaze uh, kind of hit, it wasn't super popular. You know, you might hear the big club to hang out at the time was called City Club. And um, I lived up, up in the hotel, that terrible hotel above it. Uh, but the oh. part my part was nice. Yeah. And, Mike, but you'd hear like maybe two Mike, songs, sure. maybe two shoegaze songs a night at City Club. That was about it. Yeah. But it was cool, yeah. man. All the cool kids knew what it was. You know, we'd all suck our cheeks in and be real uh, superior to everybody else, but because we knew what it was. It was cool. Usually, I like that scene.
2: Yeah, usually it was a lot of house music, and then at two a.m. they'd they'd start playing the Goth stuff for you.
3: <laughs> so you
2: were lucky. Exactly. You were lucky to get your like a little bit, and then uh, sometimes like some grunge like mud, honey. Right. It throws yeah.
1: there. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It was weird when the whole, um, that, the grunge thing hit. I remember I, uh, I went back to I had went to school out in Boston and so I had moved away and I had a friend of mine was doing a club night or something. And she goes, Hey, why don't you come and DJ it? I'm like, I'm a terrible DJ. You don't want me to DJ. She goes, no, finally, all that weird music that you liked in high school and stuff, everybody likes that now, you know? And Mm -hmm. uh, so come DJ. So, of course, I rolled into town. I wanted to visit my parents and whatever anyway. But So I came for a weekend and uh, rolled into town, and I started playing all this weird stuff I was into at the time, which wasn't the stuff I was listening to in high school that apparently everybody liked, Um, you know, the grunge stuff and whatnot, and uh, kind of hard alternative um, I was more into like, you know, Berlin techno industrial stuff and whatnot. Everybody was like, what the hell is this, Jamie? What are you playing? It sounds like hell. It's terrible. And so, yeah, that's why I'm not a DJ, ladies and gentlemen. I'm terrible at it. Don't play with. A good DJ plays what the crowd wants to hear, not what they want to hear. But the cool thing is, is you guys don't have that problem because you guys are making these trends. Um, you're putting out fantastic music. Now, were you both into uh, death metal and, um, or death rock, I should say, and shoegaze and then said, hey, let's mix these two? Or was Zach more into the shoegaze scene and Emily into the death uh, rock scene? How did that, all
4: of it come together? I, um, I, I'm more of like a grunge, grunge background. And so Death okay. Rock was still kinda of clear to me. Um, but Emily um was in the Death Rock early on, same with two gays. So mm. she kinda of exposed it. She, she kind of exposed some of that to me.
2: Yes, it's flattering to nice. thank you seeing I was uh uh so much younger than you, but I actually uh was attending like slow dive concerts at the Latin Quarter and <laughs> Uh, uh, I can't believe
1: nobody remembers that
2: uh, That is so awesome uh, Lush lush and ride There and um,
1: Yeah so uh,
2: I definitely was into the shoegaze And death rock uh, Side of it and then um, I think didn't you Zach didn't you You were really into shoegaze too
4: Yeah I mean yeah I I was into shoegaze But you know just just a little bit, you know, just like My Bloody Valentine nice. was pretty much the biggest nice. band that I knew. Um, That's awesome. But but me and Emily had, we didn't really know it, but we have very similar musical tastes in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So everything uh, we like, we like what what each other likes.
1: That's cool, man. It is cool when you can. I'm a, I'm not in the music business, I'm a painter by trade, I've been painting pictures of people for years, it's what, how I make a living, but um, everybody I know, and I've t- i told this story so many times on the show, people are like, oh, I know, Jamie, we hear it, all your friends were musicians in Detroit, they really were, that's who I hung out with, because musicians are cool, man, and, you know, they, they always know a lot of girls, and have the best parties, and, um, you know, they always need a drum kit painted, <laughs> you know, with a logo, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, painted paint a, a lot of those.
2: Yep. And
1: leather jackets. I painted so many leather jackets. So um, you don't even know. Oh, cool. but, um, yeah.
2: That was a huge. Oh, that you. was a serious
1: cottage industry. Oh, big time. Big time. I have paid. Yeah. I have paid, Bought groceries many times when I was younger, yeah. doing just that. Um, but no, it's cool. It's cool. And it's, what I was going to say, though, is so I've been around musicians a lot. And I understand that, you know, bands and stuff are a lot harder than people think. Um, just finding someone that, that you can, you know, jam with, that you can merge with, you know, uh, that, that gets you and you get them and, and it works. That's not a real – that doesn't happen every day. It's, it's kind of a real kind of rare and special thing. And it's cool that you guys found each other and whatnot. How did that happen? How did you guys – did you guys just know each other from around the scene, or how did it happen? We're,
4: we're, we actually met at City Club. <laughs> mm.
1: Oh, my gosh, yeah. you guys. I just drank the hot coffee, a big gulp of it. I didn't mean to. That's amazing. That is amazing. See, there you go, City Club. I'm telling you, <laughs> $3 pitchers of beer. That was the uh, yes. that was the thing. Oh my gosh! Oh, you, well, there you go. You, were, you guys were hanging out, were, being cool at City yeah. Club, and then you just started talking. And hey, we a musician. Yeah. Like, well, we that's didn't,
4: cool. Um, we didn't we didn't start playing we didn't start playing music together till later. At first, we were just friends.
2: Yeah, we we were just hanging gotcha. out, and and I wanted to quickly segue, and I'm sure that you would uh wanna know. Uh but sadly um we lost uh DJ Charles English. I don't know if you were if you were uh, Yes. I saw. Yeah.
1: I saw, man. But I
2: can't I'm I can't really mention City Club without saying rest in peace and he was just such oh, an integral yes. part of that So I just wanted oh, to say I'm that.
1: I'll tell you, I think the first club I heard, now this is real old history. I'm going to tell I mean, from people in the scene, our listeners won't have any idea what we're talking about, but um, from the Detroit scene and whatnot, I first heard him spin at Todd's, which is up on Seven Seven Mile and Van Dyke, way back in the day. I mean, this was like, I think, 87, maybe, 88? Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, I, I saw that. And yeah,
2: I, I saw just... him there uh, at Todd's uh, when Shadow Project played there. So wow. they tried to revive Todd's a little bit. It just didn't work. But, you know, because that, that part of town was just really, really uh, sketchy. Oh, terrible. So, but terrible.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I got socked in the jaw. I, and it isn't nearly as glamorous, ladies and gentlemen, as, as you're thinking. Um, no, no. There was, a uh, long story short, there was a liquor store that would sell to my ID. I happened to find an ID, I'm just going to say, I may or may not have found it in the street in the gutter, um, that remotely looked like me. But anyway, this liquor store would sell to me. Uh, the bar wouldn't, Todd's wouldn't. <laughs> They'd let me in, but they wouldn't. I couldn't drink. Um, I good. <laughs> hey. And, uh, yeah, I was going in this liquor store to, you know, get a little little half pint or a quarter pint or whatever it was, a half pint, I think, and uh, an orange juice. Uh, that was the mixing up screwdrivers in the car before you went into the club. That was what we did back in the day. And um, the place was getting robbed, and the robber was running out as I was walking in, and he hit me in the chin with the door, and he hit me the right chin, the right side of my chin, and I was bleeding out of my left ear. <laughs> so my wow. face was oh. like, Urgh. Yeah, and that was indicative of that neighborhood and I again I haven't been there in twenty years. It that neighborhood could be nice now. I don't know, but Emily's saying it's still pretty rough. It doesn't surprise me. It was a rough it, neighborhood. Uh
3: yeah.
2: It's it's gotten uh it's it's getting better. But um That's yeah cool. they, That's
1: they cool, man.
3: Yeah,
2: but that was uh that was the place to be.
1: So, That's cool. Well, it sucks about his passing, and he's he's in a VIP room up in the sky somewhere now, man. I'm telling you, yeah, probably DJing yeah. it. I uh, he, yeah. he was quite the man. Um, and now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. This cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website www. us www.
4: This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions
1: L B I O N dot com, Michelle dot com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. So you guys start making music. You met, you're hanging out, you're going to clubbing, all this and that, and uh, looking very cool and whatnot. And you're like, We're just so cool, we gotta start a band. That's just
4: you know, we gotta do well, something, right? I um I I had the band going uh before um, mm. with, with some of my other friends. And, um, then, uh, me and Emily started writing songs together. And, um, when we were first doing it, we weren't even sure that it would be Vasm. We thought maybe it would be a different project. But over time, um, it just, it just kind of, uh, gelled over time. And then when the pandemic hit, well, uh, the band everyone that I was playing with and you know, my friends that I was playing with, they, you know, they kinda just um they kinda just flaked out. So then me and Emily right. it was just, just two of us and then that's how we became a duo. I gotcha.
1: I gotcha. Well, uh, you know, there's, yeah. there's been a there's been some big duos in the past, so you know, here's to a big one in the future too.
5: Um, I think it's yeah. fantastic.
1: I love the music. Um, now we've got four four tracks we're going to play tonight, um, in in you know whatever order you want us to play them, and we'll play them. Um, were these all written? I'm curious uh, during the the lockdown, the pandemic.
4: Yeah, um, yeah, all yeah. all those songs were were, were uh, recorded um, in 2020, uh 2020. <clears> mostly uh within the last year that's awesome yeah
2: um that is cool the, the writing process probably started uh like the scratch writing process and concepting certain ones started in in 2019 but then um because of the pandemic uh Zach really like put the nose to the grindstone and um learned a lot about recording and engineering because Mm. we didn't, if it would be possible to get another, you know, place to record and there was kind of, it's like an urgency to it. And then also it's very nice to be able to, when you have an idea, just have more of an immediate um, uh, product when you can control all the different aspects of that. So uh it oh, turned yeah. out really turned out great so now we have kind of from that uh a a system now in place that we can if we've got an idea we can sit down and within a couple of weeks have it uh recorded and mastered wow. and uploaded so wow. it's, yeah it's it's uh Born and believe
1: that, you're not supposed to and be able to do that. <laughs> you know, right. you're supposed to go pay a bunch of money and a big studio right. for that. Oh, that's awesome. Right. You can't beat that. Oh man, yeah. I am telling you, production. I am so impressed with during the lockdown. I uh I got in this weird kick. Like I don't know. My my wife's cool. You know, she she can watch. Uh, um. I can't even think of the name of it. Um, Love Island or whatever, or the Tiger King. She's happy. You know, she likes that kind of stuff. I can't stand that kind of stuff. I can't, uh, you know. So I start watching all these weird YouTube channel um, shows, I guess. I don't know what else to call them. Um, And one of my favorites is this great channel. I don't know if you guys have checked it out, but it's called Produce Like a Pro. And um, they just have all these videos about, like, production and what. Oh, you know, here's how you get a – you can get that big open gate sound if you do this or that. or And my my mind was blown. I'm not in the music business, but I find it fascinating. Um, and yeah. I really um, never realized how difficult all
4: that is. Yeah. Um, um. I watch a lot of videos like that, too. And um, especially, like, if there's something specific that I'm trying to figure out, like um right. math Uh, Mastering, for instance, was this, like, weird, like, mysterious thing, Um, and it wasn't until recently that I decided that um, I would just master it myself, and then I realized I just watched a couple YouTube videos and, you you know, figured it out. (laughs) That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. There's some producer now listening to this podcast, flying right now. I've been working thirty years at this.
4: Oh my god! Yeah. Come on. Oh, it's, it's All
2: hail his channels.
4: Yeah, I mean, when oh. like when you're when you're making music like what we're doing, where like we're not um, like we're not trying to sell our music to like a commercial or anything like that. We're we're making it because we want to make it. So why not have all the control? Why not do everything yourself? You know?
3: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Well it's cool too. It's it's very I was reading a um a book about Motown, the, the Motown era in uh Detroit history. Uh I don't know, this is probably six months ago, something like that, maybe a year ago. Um but it was it was back a bit. But they were talking about um the funk brothers and whatnot, uh, who were, you know, Big driving force behind the Motown scene, and they were talking about all these weird effects and whatnot that they would. They're like, yeah, we needed something. We didn't want a tambourine that sounded too, you know, white for lack of a better term. I think they used, um, <laughs> but we wanted something. So they went out and they got some snow chains off their car and like brought them into the studio and were shaking them. And they're like, that was the sound. That's what we needed. And if you listen to like the Supreme's like like reflections or, or any of that, there's all these weird like distortions and, and synthesizers, like little beeps and boops and whatnot in the background of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's cool because here you guys are doing you know, Death Rock, which is pretty in your face. You know, that's pretty hardcore. And then you know, mixing it with Shoegaze, which has these like kind of like neo-psychedelic aspects to it and whatnot. And it's all coming out of Detroit. It's like yeah, there's a weird spirit there, and it's still there. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's cool, man. That is cool. Let's play a track, yeah. guys. Let's play a track. We've got okay. um, Carol of the Witch, Embers, Haunted House, and Unspoken. What should we hit people with first, do you think? Uh, um, let's do
4: Haunted House.
1: Awesome. Here it is, everybody. We're going to play it, then we'll talk about it. Check this out. This is a fantastic track. Bazoom, Haunted House, ladies and gentlemen, what a track, what a track, oh my gosh, and um, Emily and Zach, we were talking off mic uh, while the track was playing, we were telling me a little bit about uh, that track and whatnot, Uh, very emotion track, very emotion, how'd you put it, Emily, a a anthem of survivors of domestic violence, right, or against domestic Mm -hmm. violence, yep, yep, a
2: survivor,
1: nice, Yep. yep. Yeah, stuff can be pretty crazy. Pretty crazy sometimes. It's uh, well, you know, not cool, man. Not cool. If you, uh, I'm just gonna say this: if anybody's listening, that um, you know, we, you got anger issues or something, don't talk to somebody. Figure that shit out. Um, you don't want to be a news story. We got enough of yeah. that in the world right now. You know. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. Well, what a great track. What a great track. Now these tracks that we're playing tonight, um, we have links up. And uh Vazoom doesn't mess around when it comes to social media. They're on everything. Uh, the, you know, <laughs> uh, all of the social media platforms. Um but they're uh you can get these tracks on uh at Bandcamp, right? These are available.
4: Yeah. Um yes, yeah, uh, nice. Bandcamp uh Spotify. And then uh that nice. song
2: has an of music video that we made um, so I would say a, about a about a quarter of our songs have a video so there's also awesome. our YouTube channel. yep there's also our YouTube channel um, that has um, you know all the commers. Uh Yami Speechy did a he's a
1: a really awesome DJ. He did a premiere video recently, so. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, you guys do a lot of videos, and um, I think that's fantastic. You know, and that's one of my questions I always ask uh, my musician friends and whatnot when it comes to video. You know, do you like doing them, or are they very evil? It's kind of a go-to question. Um, obviously, with you guys, you like doing them, because you have a whole bunch of them. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah um Emily um she does all the videos all the the photography and artwork um nice. because her her background is um is with art and and with uh, um uh making jewelry nice. so, <laughs> very cool
3: man <laughs> very a huge cool.
2: film huge film nerd not not a, not a to admit um, I love old uh, horror, Italian horror, like Dario Argento nice. and Lucio Fulci and all of the giallo stuff. Definitely left an impression on me. Well,
1: I I knew that you you had to have had a uh, a background in graphics or visual arts or uh, and whatnot. Film doesn't surprise me either because the videos are very cool. And, uh, and professional, you know, they're they're very. This isn't something that somebody just filmed in the garage, man. Uh, these are great. I uh, I I'm was very impressed with all of this. And I don't. Did you do the artwork for your um, unrated five album? Because that's fantastic. Whoever did that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. I know was- a little bit about art, Emily, and that is that's good work right there. <laughs> you know, serious.
3: It's,
2: yeah. uh, it's, uh, ink, it's pen and ink I work a lot in ink uh, I just like the old pens and the that kind of stuff so I really oh, yeah. appreciate always I, I go online and I see all these artists and I'm like oh my god I'll never see that wow. good just, you know but yeah I enjoy doing
1: it no, you're, you're right there girl It's not better, so don't sell yourself short. That's cool, man. That is cool. Now, Zach, did you, was music always, like, in your blood? Like, when you were a kid, when you were a young, weird, spooky kid, did you know that, you know, uh, showbiz is what you wanted to be doing?
4: Yeah, I've I've always been um, just uh, crazy about music. Mostly as a, I started out as a drummer. Um, mm. and I I it's spent hard. way too much time, way too much time playing drums, but that's that's all I really cared about and what I wanted to do. I'm very I gotcha. Uh, I'm just very focused on music. That's all. I don't really care about um, doing other activities that much. It's just you know music, hundred percent. That's fantastic. And
2: I was raised. Uh my parents are um jazz musicians and um mm-hmm. I was I was uh thrust into <laughs> having to learn instruments like didn't really have a choice so as a kid maybe I didn't think it was fun <laughs> but then when I got in my teens and um I was finally able to like allow to pick my own instrument then it then music became more fun
4: no. Well, there, you go. there
1: you go. That's the key. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a kid and you you want them to get into music, you've got to let them uh, you know, follow their path. Uh, very, very cool. Yeah. What's the next track we yeah, should play, guys? Play drums. Oh, go ahead, Zach. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there.
4: My fault. I just said, um, let them play drums. Because, you know, a lot of people will say <laughs> that their parents didn't want to buy them a drum set because it was too noisy. But... For a lot of kids, the drums is the most fun instrument because you don't it's you know it's so loud and obnoxious. <laughs> it's not like playing the piano or even the guitar. it's a lot different than you know than playing guitar so for me, as a young kid, drums was pretty much just it was just the best thing to do
1: that's awesome that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which direction should we go next, guys? Uh, we've
4: got Unspoken Embers and Carol Witch. Could do uh Carol of the Witch since um it's a holiday song. That, that's from our um last last Christmas we did a uh of a, a uh E P and for <laughs> Carol of the Witch is our version of Carol of the Bells. Yes. Yeah. With a twist. With with a twist. It's fantastic. It's
1: it's my current favorite holiday song. I am in love with this. Here it is everybody. This is Vazum Carol the Witch. <laughs> Tell you, ladies and gentlemen, my new favorite holiday Christmas song or Krampus. There's, and Zach said this so so well. I can't ever pronounce it. But the, the Krampus night. <laughs> there's a special German word for it that I can't wrap my mouth around. Um, how do you say it, Zach? Oh, uh,
2: so it's Krampus Nacht. Just get get Krampus in there with Nacht. the na- Nacht Nacht. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. I
2: love it. Just get I love it. <laughs> yeah, just
0: get
1: excited about those hard, uh,
0: those consonants.
1: Yeah, cramps. I know that every family has at least one or two members of the. Maybe your your, your direct family, your your close family, maybe uh a distant cousin or whatnot. But they're a little, and I'm not putting anybody down. I'm. As my wife says, she's young. Um, I'm not throwing shade at anybody. But um, if you're a weird, spooky person like I am, and, uh, you know, you just get kind of tired of all the little comments during holidays and whatnot from that individual about, you know, the true meaning of Christmas and blah, 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 and the war on Christmas. I would suggest buying this track, Carol of the Witch, and sending it to them as a Christmas gift just to make their (laughs) holiday a little more interesting. That's all. all I'm saying. That's all. remember that scene in Edward Hands where he cuts the the demon and the religious ladies? When there you go. It could be your own little thing like that. Fantastic. But it's a uh,
3: but it's holiday song. That's right.
1: Just thinking of the yeah. spirit of Christmas, you know, um, yeah. of Krampus. <laughs> That's That's awesome. I have a Krampus painting in my front yard right now. Um, That's amazing. I refuse to take it down. Everybody's like, the night's already happened. I'm like, no, it's not even that cool. You know, the thing is, what annoys me about it is I have this Krampus painting, and and he's a cool Krampus, you know, it's modern and everything. Um, My neighbors, my neighbors are like, who is that, the Grinch in like a suit? (laughs) Like, yeah, it's the Grinch. That's who it is. He's grumpy. (laughs) Only if you're mad. What is what Persis is
2: the Grinch? The- is the Grinch the Grinch his name, or is that like his job?
3: His species, like, yeah, or his, his job? High- <laughs> like what? Is, <laughs> is that I his? No.
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Here's What's one the that'll blow your
1: mind. Speaking of the Grinch, my uh, my friend Julie, who I was telling you about off mic, <laughs> um, we were at dinner one night, and she said you know, the Grinch, he only had, he collected everything out of the trash that everybody threw out. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Julie, everybody knows that. So he had a dog. Somebody threw that dog away. I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want to think about it. That's not cool. That's not good at all. Oh, my gosh. And now, folks, a couple of quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages.
6: Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. That's com As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey
2: out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com.
0: Aloha.
5: Hey there, my name is Paige Beattie, and I am the founder of Hats On and Hats Off, which are two separate companies but aligned by the same philosophy of raising cancer awareness and forming smiles. Hats On is a for profit corporation that sells cancer specific hats to be proudly worn by you in hopes of raising awareness. A percentage of the proceeds will be donated to Hats Off, which is a non profit corporation raising money to buy wigs for cancer patients who can't afford them. That's where we're forming smiles. I believe cancer has touched almost everyone's lives in one way or another, a friend, a family member, a friend of a friend. So please visit our website, www.hatsonhatsoff.com, to learn how you can help raise awareness and form smiles. Rock yeah
2: the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products, all featuring original pop art paintings. From La Holler to Miami
6: to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us.
1: Now, we have two more tracks, guys. Um, Ember... Oh, before we play this, though, folks, as I mentioned before... Uh, the zoom has they're on every social media platform and we have links and um, if you're new to the show uh, when we convert this to a podcast which is after we finish the show we convert it tonight um, and then we blast it out everywhere and we're on everything man we're all all the social media but really all the podcasting platforms we're on pandora wherever whatever you listen podcast that there's a real good chance we're on it we're on like I don't know, 470-something right now. Um, But those links, those links follow the podcast. So if you listen to this on Spotify or whatnot and you're like, man, I want to see some of these cool videos, well, just click on the YouTube link and it'll get you right there uh, to Vazum's YouTube page. Those stay active and they follow the the podcast. So very, very cool. Um, And, again, all these tracks are available. You can buy these tracks, you know. Freak out your religious friends, Carol uh, Rich, uh, for Christmas. <laughs> the next tracks we have are "Embers" and "Unspoken." Which one do you guys want to go with next?
4: You can play "Unspoken." Okay, sure, you yeah. want to lead into
1: okay. it. What is what's the story behind this one?
2: Unspoken is about both that have outmoded thinking and also a culture of trying to take something that starts out as a really positive movement and then trying to cash in on it.
1: So,
2: mm. yeah, it's a, little, <laughs> it's a little...
1: We love <laughs> those people. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: So, it's just kind of... Uh, Song about the irony of uh of that situation and uh not um not being beholden to uh old outmoded thinking and to just always be like a, the try to just be like your best self basically' it's like be your That's best awesome. self.
1: That is awesome. Well, here it is, folks. This is Unspoken. Check it out. What a track, ladies and gentlemen. That was Unspoken Vazum. I like Vazum. I I like them a lot. I like the track a lot. Very, very cool. Um, Another good one, guy. You guys just do, you know, uh, home runs after home runs. I'm I'm very impressed.
2: Well, guys, thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) We, We don't, we don't, we don't. Uh, we're not full of ourselves um, so uh, you know it's nice and we're not even really sure people like us or our music most of the time
4: we uh, <laughs> um, one of my friends uh, said a passive aggressive thing um, because we keep releasing you know new music every couple months and he she's like well only 3% of it is good you know,
3: I don't um, know about that. Start,
4: yeah, if you if you start releasing a bunch of music, then people start getting angry mm-hmm. because you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to spend two years making an album and what? then release and then release
2: <laughs> and then five years later do another. You
4: know? Yeah, it is so, so yeah, true. We, it is so
1: true. Yeah. It happens people? in the art world, guys. Right, yeah. It happens in my yeah. business. You know, I can't, the thing is, is, uh, you know, I paint every day and, but sometimes, and I've had to do this with, um, with clients, you know, they're like, oh, I need this painting. And you're like, okay, well, I've got this time. I can, you're thinking in your mind how you can get this knocked out, you know, and um, right, you can't tell them you'll have this in two days, three days (laughs) or something because they get mad. (laughs) They're like you're supposed to get drunk in an alley first and then, you know, have an existential crisis <laughs> yeah. before you paint, you know? And I'm like, and I had to learn that in the early days is pizza yeah. tastes better if you see some Italian guys throwing it up in the air, you know? They they want to show yeah, yeah. a little okay. bit. Yeah. And sure, that's uh, fine. Uh, you,
3: know? Your... <laughs> you
2: mean, oh, you're going to cut off one of your ears first, right? Before you paint my portrait. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. It reminds when I was in college, there would always be these, like, professors in, like, my art history classes, and they're like, what was the meaning behind this painting? And it's funny, I'll tell you, as a professional artist of, of you know, a couple decades now, uh, the meaning behind 99% of uh, paintings that you'll see anywhere, museums, at a First Friday Art Walk, wherever, wherever it doesn't matter, is rent or food. Yeah. Hunger—that's um, the meaning yeah. behind a lot of those paintings. You know, uh, very true. Yeah. And I hate it. I know, folks. I'm not trying to. T- I'm not the magician to tell you how to do the trick. I'm just. I'm just saying it's a little bit of reality for you. Um, but so, you know, yeah, the ear stuff much more interesting. Uh, well, you guys probably get the so, same thing. Being in the rock scene, you know, in the music scene, uh, you know, people expect you to. Do those Pink Floyd drunks where you, you go crazy and uh, you know? Are all these your <laughs> guitars? And you trash hotel rooms, and throw TVs out windows and stuff. Um,
4: yeah, that's the dream. Our that's the is,
1: fantasy everybody has.
4: Yeah, you know our our thing is um, uh, making content and releasing music, hmm. um, and so a lot of people um a lot of people that I know at least they don't think they think that making content and doing more music than normal is like something you're not supposed to not supposed to do um for some reason but mm. it's really that's really all, all we have right now
2: like what they what they what their their model is is Painstaking, and I'm not knocking this model, it's their model, just like you know, but painstakingly record an album, talk about it for five years, then what? finally release release this album and never mention it again. That's their that's their PR. <laughs> 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 yeah, oh, that's their PR. Yeah. Finally post about
1: I don't
2: it once. That do that. And oh, then man. they never see it. It's like, no, we, we love what we do. We right. are passionate so, about
4: it. So our our whole thing is to you know, be releasing whether it's it's a single or an album, um, every couple months have something new to release with visuals of some sort. Um, because if we don't do that, um you end up just getting kind of forgotten about because there's so many other bands doing the same thing. You you have to keep in the game and keep your existing fans engage, engaged and then find new fans.
2: So like serializing and almost taking that we're like you do have people with podcasts and YouTube channels and you know content creators. We're looking at more as like this is something we love to do let make it a regular process that we are generating content instead of, you know, uh, just coming out with one thing, and then
1: Absolutely. here you go. Smart.
3: You, that's
2: it's it.
1: Smart and it keeps – and the fans like me are excited for the new content. I'm telling you, I'm not the only one, and I'm not, you know, uh, the only one that's excited. I am looking forward to – what are we at? We're at two weeks now, right? Or um, a week and a half um, for Gallows, the premiere. If you folks don't yep. know, uh, listening, it's their new video, their new track's going to be premiered uh, December thirty first at noon Eastern. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Happening. Super
2: uh, Gallo. Yeah, and uh, we we were like, well, this isn't exactly a regular single. Because it's not like a single and a B side. We did our regular instrumental, the regular, like, rock, death gaze version, and then we did an electronic version. So there's two versions. So we're calling it a double single.
1: (laughs) Nice. I like that. I like that a lot. The
2: double single. I think we're going to try that for our, our next one, too, that we're going to be releasing soon. So,
1: well, uh it's really cool looking. Emily is in one of uh, probably many of her Gothic wedding dresses that she owns uh, in the thumbnail <laughs> for it. I remember seeing. And, um, you know, most gals, Emily, are happy with one. She's like, no, I need 12 yeah. because it's going to get dirty. <laughs>
3: They are gonna Didn't get you see to the love to death, death video? Yes, I did.
1: Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's fantastic. I Another thing I really missed. like about a lot of you guys' music is the the time of it. You guys don't make two minute songs, and I think that's cool.
4: Yeah, you know, some people have complained that the songs are too long. So no way we're
1: strippers. Yeah, that's the only I can see complaining. Um they're great. They're great, man. I'm telling you, if you're, if you're hanging out at City Club and you see some uh, cute person across the dance floor and you want to go dance with them, you want a Zoom song on because, you know, <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. time's going to pass. That's, yeah. yeah, that's kind of the way that we looked at it. We had, um, there's one DJ that told me um, that does has like an internet show. He said that. Um, he'd play more of our songs if they weren't so long. So, you know, I mean, we're probably gonna do a shorter, shorter versions in the future, just so so people maybe. have that option. Well, no, we you
3: That's know we it. We're,
2: we talked about I having like our version a more radio edited shortened version. Yeah. So maybe
1: we'll always yeah. include both. You know I yes, does that I mean, a lot is um, people in the uh, in like the electronic dance community, like a lot of the trance DJs and whatnot. Um, they'll they'll yes. drop a seven minute piece of music and then they'll have what they call the radio edit, for like three and a half minutes or something, right. you know, chopped up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. I get you
4: know. We actually um, we actually shortened Gallows the original version. Was six and a half minutes, but we kind of we we shortened it to five and a half. So,
1: no, oh, that's still kind of long. I I I'm happy. Yeah, with it that. is. I'm happy with that. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. I
1: want to see I that have... for five and a half minutes, looking all cool and vampiric, you know, and, and mysterious. I'm, I'm not complaining. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Now yeah. the last track we're gonna play tonight is Ember. Tell us a little bit about this
4: track. This is one of A um, six-minute songs. a three-minute song. Yeah. Um, Embers is a song that I was working on um, right around the time that me and Emily started working together. And then um, once, once I played it for Emily, she was like, this is awesome. So then we decided to record <laughs> it and release it. And... Um, <laughs> We we did it at the beginning of the pandemic, so some of the lyrics are kind of about, like, the apocalypse and stuff like that. So it's oh, kind of yeah. representative. Oh. I'm telling you, that. It,
1: when all this started, I was worried, guys. I, was, I wasn't I was worried, like, from a medical point of view. I was worried from, like, a road warrior point of view. I'm like, man, people are yeah. gonna have, like mutants are going to come yeah. in here and kill me and my dog. Here it is, folks. This is Embers. That was embers. How about that? How about that? Vazoom embers. I like it. Another great track. Another great track, you guys. Fantastic. The scratchy guitar. The
2: scratchy guitar.
1: Yeah, and scratchy bass. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We were talking. uh, Just started talking, actually, um, when we were off mic a little bit about. uh, you know, playing out and whatnot in support. And I, I know that it's it's hard to even ask this question because people just don't know right now, you know. And then this new variants happening and whatnot. Um, are you guys kind of uh, putting something together, or do you think kind of wait and see at this
4: point? We uh, uh we want to put together a small Midwest tour for like April, or, or April or May. I gotcha. Um, so, um, you know, as far as shows goes, it seems like people, people, people are playing shows, people are touring. So I don't think, I don't think there's any worry really in being able to do yeah. that. Um, at least, you know, just not during December, January, February is probably would be the worst time to do that. Uh, but, you know, oh, absolutely. the, 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 the COVID concerns Seems to be like more of a seasonal thing You know every fall and winter There's going to be a surge So that's probably the right. time that, that you don't want Those yeah. That's when you record Right
2: And you know when in, right. terms, in terms of Because we've played a couple local shows And well gosh darn it You'd never know There was pandemic people are pretty laissez-faire and that's just Mm. uh, that's a little concerning so you know we do want to always be mindful of the situation so I think whatever we do decide to do it'll be um, you know at a time and in a way that kind of is a Makes the best of the situation,
4: yeah. I like uh band touring right now. I see announcements all the time that they have to cancel their shows because someone in the band has COVID, mm-hmm. so it's really you know it's happening a lot, really... yeah. It's,
2: it's and just
1: really...
4: shows, too,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so. You know, down here in Miami, that uh, iHeartRadio had to cancel their big jingle ball thing. You know, and if and if they're walking having to walk away from that kind of money, I'm like, ooh, that's serious. You know. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, I think the thing for people to do then is to, um, you know, follow you guys on your social media, like and share it and whatnot, um, and then they can keep updated uh, with what's exactly. happening. Exactly. Yeah, It's a
3: fluid
2: situation with that, you know, taking into account because we're – so that would definitely be the best way and the most consi- – way to see the work consistently. Um, we do really enjoy playing live and are really excited to start playing shows, but it's tempered by the reality of the situation too. So, yeah, social media and – Gosh, looking at the videos and going to our band camp and checking out, you know, whatever we've released
1: lately is the best way for now. Very cool. And speaking of band camp, one of the things also listed over there, folks, is some pretty kick ass merch that they uh that the band has. Uh you know. Check out that enamel pin, man. That's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. My wife's gonna want one of those. Um <laughs>
2: So cool. Stuff. We can make. I love we, can the make logo
1: that, too. we can make that happen. We can. We have that. <laughs> we can make it happen. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. She uh she just started a new business herself and uh, selling uh, her and her friends selling uh, crystals and whatnot. And they just they just went through the fun thing of of ordering vinyl stickers. Um, okay. That's a whole oh, learning yeah. curve to learn about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, those are great. What'd you pay for them? I don't know, you know. I don't want to stay in the air, but she told me. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? <laughs> all yeah. My... yeah. She's like, how do you know well, all this stuff? I'm like, well, I've been doing this for a while and all my friends are rock musicians. <laughs> that's how I learned about merch. <laughs> and I've ran a lot of merch tables over the years, you know? Um, yeah. That's how I got into shows. Yeah, no. yeah. You know how it is, Emily. I well, always put the cute person at the merch table, what can I say?
3: Gotta,
2: what yeah. can <laughs> I say? I ran my own jewelry company for 20 years and I did the whole shebang and so yeah, I, I'm good oh, with yeah. the merch table. I'm good at the merchandising. That's definitely my strong suit and with uh, jewelry design and you know, um, I had an original website, and then I had an Etsy website. I did stuff for um, Whoopi Goldberg, and nice. uh, was on The View. It was pretty. It was pretty. Uh, pretty fun. And then um, I That's made friends awesome. with I made friends uh, with Courtney Love
3: <laughs> in
2: wow. 2000. It's like 10, I think. And I did a bunch of stuff for her, so, yeah.
1: Well, there you go. That's so much it's fun good, to have at a party. So, Courtney, tell us about, uh, you know, uh, all the adventures some, and whatnot. She's got some <laughs> stories.
2: She, she has nice. some stories. Nice. She was, nice. Upset. She was a, a little upset when I, I stayed with her when I left because, uh, She's like, oh, my gosh, I should have had you, clo- you know, sign a non-disclosure agreement. I'm like, what? I'm not going to say anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you get to a point, you know, and people get a little weird and whatnot. It it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. And, yeah. you know, before anybody listening uh, that knew me in, in my, my heyday, uh, you don't need to send me an email. I'm fully aware of. <laughs> What an ass I was for a little bit. You get confused, you know. What can you say? Can yeah. You say? Well, this is awesome, guys. Well, all the tracks um, are all the, uh, available on Spotify and whatnot, and uh, that we played here tonight. I will say this, uh, and I say it, you know, whenever we have bands on the show and whatnot, if you dig a musician, especially indie artists and whatnot, add their tracks or whatnot to your playlist. We all have playlists. That helps with the algorithm. It gets the it, it, it tilts the pinball machine a little bit um, in their favor, and uh, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Like and share. Also, if you dig something, it's a real good chance your friends are going to dig it because your friends, you know, common interests and in all that. And I'm telling you, if you're a spooky individual and you're getting ready to go out clubbing for the night, this is the band you want to listen to before you head out. Uh, <laughs> My best,
2: friend,
3: my best friend,
2: my yeah, my best friend. <laughs> but I have something that fits great with that. My best friend of years, um, she said I sent her a preview of Gallows, the video, and she's like, "Wow, that's great! You guys are uh putting the reap in creepy." <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice.
3: There you go. There you go. I love it. I
1: love it. And, ladies and gentlemen, I will be, believe me, on uh, December 31st, when it drops, I will be sharing that video all over my social media and whatnot just to remind you. And, um, and we're going to have uh, Vazum back on uh, real soon, um, you know, when, when they have new stuff out and, and everything. We'll definitely have them back. You guys are a ton of fun. And I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be on the show. And I'm gonna. A uh, last thing I want to say to you, in case nobody said it, you sure you already know this, but if, if nobody said this to you today, keep doing what you're doing because you're real, real good at it, and it's awesome. Thank you so much. Nice. Yeah, it, it's awesome work. Very, very cool. Yeah. Thanks, thanks well, first, for having I us. Know we Oh yeah, anytime, man, anytime. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I know we went a little long tonight, but couldn't be helped. Uh, you know, we had some cool tracks to play and cool, cool guests to talk to. Uh, I had a lot of fun. This episode is, is going to be uh, converted to a podcast, as I mentioned before. It's going to be pushed out on all the social media platforms and on all the podcasting platforms. Um, be sure to check it out. Um, You can also hear uh, we'll be adding uh, the Zoom, the tracks we played tonight, all four of them, to our Pop Rocks Radio uh, Spotify playlist. You can always uh, get to that on the homepage of my website, jamierocks.us. And um, very, very cool. And that's going to wrap it up for us tonight. We will be back on Thursday, Thursday the 23rd. We're going to be talking to a, uh, a really interesting filmmaker, um, he uh, wrote and starred and directed uh, this, this new film. Uh, I, I don't think it's out yet. I, I think it's coming out. Maybe it comes out Christmas. I, I can't remember. It might be out, actually. It might be out. Um, it, it's called The Scrapper, and it's a, a crime movie set in Brooklyn, and uh, Barry Kane, uh, Kane is going to be on uh, talking about it. It's really, really good. I watched it the other night with my wife uh, Danny and we both just really, but we're into that kind of stuff, you know? Um, but we we really, really dug it. So we will see you Thursday. That zoom, you guys, Zach and Emily, you guys are the best. You guys are awesome. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having us on.
1: Anytime, anytime. Folks, we'll see you next time. Oh, and hey, if you're doing last minute Christmas shopping, remember, so is everybody else and they're freaked out as well. Be kind, be nice, especially to the people working. You know, it's Christmas. Give, give us all a
6: break. Don't be a Karen. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rock, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio.
2: Panna oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks the
4: Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto.
1: Hej, Rådare Hicks från uh, Sverige och okay, ni listat till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Blog Talk Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?